listening episode of Instructions very well. How are you, my friends? Are hitting the ground right now, and that are the leaves. The leaves. The old, the old fall from the trees. Autumn time. Foliage. Foliage. Time to foil some plans for global domination because the leaves are falling from the trees. And would you have guessed it? Actually, the leaves falling from the trees is a very special celebration for Japanese people. It is. The Japanese love it, don't they? Oh yes. So they actually call it. The second cherry blossom. Mm -hmm. That is the time when the autumn leaves are turning.、Mm. One of the most popular travel times in Japan.、Mm -hmm. Japanese people. So within Japan, a lot of Japanese people will travel during that time.、Mm. Now we're going to talk about in this podcast why it's so important, what people love doing, and what you can do when you come here during autumn to Japan. It's not all about the cherry blossoms. It's actually about the autumn leaves changing as well.、Mm -hmm. So that's like the second. Big travel season. It genuinely is very beautiful. Just, just, just quick note: the Japanese are very good about kind of taking note of the beauty of nature.、Mm. So with every season, they have these various festivals, which are all about observing and appreciating the beauty of nature, which is something quite wonderful, really, isn't、yeah. it? Quite、But、lovely. I went straight into these with Ash Japanese. We usually ask Japanese people, "What do you love about Japan?"、Mm. And a surprising amount of young and old people will say, "We have four seasons." Oh right, really? Yes, that's, that's a lot. But a lot of people will say we have four seasons, and we love celebrating them because obviously there's countries who maybe only have summer and or only have very short seasons in between. So Japanese people really love every seasonal aspect, and they celebrate it. Which is wonderful. So right now we're in autumn. We got some leaves falling from the trees.、Exactly. Let's discuss. So. Koyo is the actual official title of it, and one of the most known leaves that we love to look at are momiji,、mm -hmm. which is the Japanese maple.、Mm -hmm. Japanese maple. Japanese maple momiji, and they, you will hear this word several times. So by the end of this podcast, you definitely know at least one new word. Well, that's right, a piece of vocabulary you get to get trained up on. Japanese maple, not to be confused with that old Canadian maple, which is the kaede.、Mm -hmm. Different one. There's a lot of other trees to also turn colors, but the momiji is just very a symbol for autumn.、Mm. That wonderful it turns like all different colors. We have first the green, and then we have all the the yellow. We have a bit of orange, and、mm -hmm. then it turns like bright red. So people really celebrate seeing that, and there are actually special sightseeing spots in autumn to go to. It genuinely is spectacularly beautiful when these leaves turn yellow and orange and red and then fall up. So let's let's get discussing here. Let's go. So the the time for the leaves changing is longer than cherry blossom.、Mm -hmm. Cherry blossom is usually one week. Bam! You have to hurry. Got to get on with it. Yeah, in order to follow the cherry blossoms around Japan, you have to be fast because they sometimes bloom at the same time.、Mm. Well, we go. Japan is like a stretched loaf of. Bent French bread. Okay, that's a really bad example. A stretched loaf of bent French bread. Okay, maybe not.、It's、like a boomerang. See, imagine Japan being like a boomerang. All right. Okay, I see. Okay. And since Japan spreads so much over over a long like length of the Earth, how do you say that? Parameter diagram. Can, can I have that ball over there, Shiori? Could you grab me the the globe? We have a wonderful. I thought、globe. I was following, but suddenly. <laughs> A series of words have presented themselves. <laughs> Lady B is lost. All right, for, for everyone who's watching in the podcast, I'm going to show a globe now,、mm. so we can、uh, imagine this better. So Japan starts up here in the north and then stretches quite far down into the south,、mm -hmm. which means the north and the south will have very different temperatures、mm. and very different weather compared to maybe other countries who、mm -hmm. generally have the same. That's true. So 
the autumn leaf time starts kind of in September, October, November, December. So the really, really hot places start earlier, and then the cold places obviously come later. Very famous spot for watching the cherry blossoms, we're actually going to talk about that later as well, is Kyoto. Kyoto! And Kyoto is generally there around end November, so quite late actually, okay. beginning of December. Okay. So I'm coming from Germany, it gets pretty cold once we hit September, but actually we get a little bit more time in. Australia is very warm at that time of year. Yeah. <laughs> You want to go there right now, don't you? <laughs> let's, let's get back to the episode, all right? So, koyo, that's the word for like the autumn leaves changing. Koyo, zensen, is uh, in contrast to the sakura zensen, so the time before. Um, and it takes about one month for the start until the completion of it. Mm. So, like, you have quite a lot of time actually to go and see the changing of the leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. for you to not travel. Um, what if you got... Um, in a in a in a, a train accident, and now you actually can't walk because your uh, legs have both been broken in several different spots, and now you're essentially your legs have been taped together, so you kind of resemble a caterpillar or earthworm. I think and you to have some more pressing that degree, problems there than looking at the leaves. At well, yeah, because you, the only way you can move is by like you know wriggling like a worm on your stomach because you've only got essentially one leg as both your legs are taped together to allow for the healing process. You're like a a, a waterless mermaid or perhaps a um a a a wormity worm. I said caterpillar before, but okay, a worm okay. similar what, to a worm. What he's saying in the story is he doesn't really like winter and autumn that much. But we're no, I'm just saying. I was just I was just saying. What if you cut? Let's keep going. All right. All right. So, momizigari is uh, in ancient times, Japanese people have the custom of appreciating the beauty of nature with each season, Mm -hmm. such as hanami. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone who knows cherry blossom terms, hanami, are those like cherry blossom picnics that people do. You Mm -hmm. go out and you look at the flowers. And then otsukimi, which we had recently. We did, that's right. Which means you're looking at the moon and you're appreciating the beautiful moon. It was really beautiful this year. Did you see that thing? It was freaking incredible. Oh, the, oh, the autumn it was beautiful. Moon was beautiful. Really. It was like very big, very bright, and mm. very crisp. You can see it. Was it was lovely, actually. I was beautiful. standing there going, wow, I should be going inside because it's cold, but I was just you know, staring up at the moon. Yeah, it's another big festival here in Japan. Right. Again, that's kind of the beginning of autumn you celebrate with that. And uh, so there's also a history to Koyugari. Mm-hmm. Guess what? People used to do that way before. Actually, in the 7th century. 7th century? 7th century. Freaking ages ago now. So, Japan's oldest collection of waka poems mm-hmm. written was 1,200 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm terrible with numbers. You're right, mate. Uh, and there were more than 100 waka poems about autumn leaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I will try and say the Japanese one, and you feel free to say the English one. All right, right let's pop it. Here we go. I just want to give you some like poetry feel to this. Imagine like someone playing on a flute and the rushing of water. This waka poem just became a waka waka kind of poem. You're trying, trying to create. Sorry, a back to the back to the flute. Which translates to You, who I thought really a special person, are just as attractive as the first yellow leaves on the mountains in fall. That was lovely! Very poetic! Wonderful! Are you all feeling more poetic now, Mr. We're so artistic! This is a culture podcast. We're gonna hit you with more culture. Here, here's a more culture. Here we go. Number two. Here we go. Here we go. Right now. Here we okay. go. 
This year, I was unable to fully enjoy the beautiful autumn scenery of the mountains, which can only be seen once a year. That doesn't seem much like a poem, I'd be frank. I'm crossing my legs, by the way, because my legs hurt. It doesn't seem heaps poemy to me. I guess it was old school, so that's, you know, that's the best they could do. I think the idea, a lot of things in Japan are like how quick beauty and how short it can be over, like right. cherry blossoms and stuff like that. So there's lots of like, um, almost like sentimental feelings or yutsu, melancholy, is in a lot of poems at least. Melancholy. Sorry, man, I got a real leg situation here. Oh, don't go look out my skirt. Camera four. You two, camera two, I see you. You little peeping toms. Let's move on. So that's some poetry. That was a little bit of, they wrote poems about these leaves. That's how banging they are. 200 years ago, people were already having that kind of custom of appreciation. 1,200 years ago. Freaking ages ago, mate. So during the, and the Heian period, yeah. which is like until from 794 until, <laughs> uh, you know what, you say numbers. Uh, 794 till 1185 AD. Yes, that's the Heian period, mm. and the aristocrats, they uh, had various court events, as, as, but with us kings and queens that in Germany, enjoying and admiring the view of the mountains in red and yellow and collecting leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were bored, they had the money, so they were looking at like fun things to do, so they went to the mountains together. That's fair enough, it's really nice going up there. I reckon if you were an aristocrat, that'd be a sweet way to spend the day. Yeah. And then it became a huge boom among the general public in the mm -hmm. Edo period from... The Edo period, 1603 to 1868. Yes. So it was so a great a boom that people started to wear colorful kimono mm. and go to all kinds of places to enjoy the autumn foliage. And it became like a trend like nowadays. And in those days, obviously, they weren't going around taking so many pictures, mm. but that's pretty much what... I could see nowadays would be go out and take your favorite YouTube videos on TikTok. Yeah, on the take your TikTok videos, with the leaves. Actually happening, so. But actually, if the trend did start when the ladies would have kimonos with designs of the autumn leaves on the kimonos, and that became a trend they got into there. Designs of the autumn leaves and also just like very colorful designs. Yeah. Well. Anything that goes like nicely. Yeah. With that aesthetic, so hashtag aesthetic was not there oh, even yet, but they would have done that. I totally misread this thing. It was not autumn leaves on the kimono whatsoever. That's I just totally misread it. Just you just wear a kimono and That's go out to the autumn leaves. During that period, the style of autumn leaf view became similar to today's autumn leaf. Yep. Doing what we're doing right yep, now. Yep, yep, yep. So the koyo and people were laying a rug under a tree and yeah. enjoying And that's what we now have for cherry blossom. We put a rug under a tree and watch the pot the cherry blossom. Yeah. And in autumn, because Japanese autumns are generally quite mild, also again, you put a little picnic blanket and you enjoy the view of the trees. However, a lot of things, is, it's a bit colder, so sometimes you can watch it from the safety of a room or a gondola or something as well. Oh, gondola? Yeah, there are a couple of ski resorts that actually have autumn viewing gondola sessions. Wow, so that'd be can, lovely. Like, gondola and just enjoy the, the water, the wonderful autumn. That'd be lovely. Yeah, put your phone down to look at the leaves, by the way. Everyone will see the leaves and go, ah, take, take a photo straight away. Just put your phone in your pocket for a bit and enjoy nature, I reckon. Exactly. Just Unless you're it. currently watching this podcast and keep that phone out until the end of the show. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm assuming you're not watching this whilst looking at leaves. Maybe you are. If you are, I guess I'm happy to be part of your leaf experience. Thank you for having us as part of your leaf experience. Oh. And now next thing is top three places to... 
go to during the Koyo, the autumn leaf season. This is some amazing beauty, I'll be frank. Looking at these photos, I'm like, this is spectacularly beautiful, Fantastic. really. Fantastic. Number three, where's it at, Kitty Cat? Well, well, number one or number three, this is in no particular order. Ah. Um, Arashiyama in Kyoto, like I mentioned earlier, Kyoto gets the most tourists, mm. not during cherry blossom season, not even during like some of the festivals. Most people apparently go to Kyoto Arashiyama during the autumn leaf change because mm -hmm. there are mountains all around. You have a wonderful view of it. And I accidentally happened to be there when it was really bad and you have no phone reception. You can't live stream there because there's so many people. Every restaurant is, is crowded and it's pretty insane, but it's beautiful. Well, back to my point, if you can't stream, it means you can just look at the leaves, which is nice. Yes, exactly. I should have just put my phone in a pocket and watched mm. the leaves, which is what I did after that. That's my message to the youth. Just put your phone down sometimes, kids. Put your phone in the pocket yeah, you can and watch some out. leaves. Yeah. Put your phone. <laughs> That's like the, the one that we had in your episode. Put down the potato chips and pick up your life. Yeah, good point, actually. Yeah, good point, eh? Yeah, put yeah, down put the down phone down the and phone. pick up some leaves. Yeah, look at the leaf. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, next one, a little bit closer to Tokyo. So in case you can't travel all the way out to Kyoto yep. to see the autumn leaves, you can go to Nikko in Tochigi Prefecture, which is famous for... Head, shoulders, knees and toes. No, I, I was trying to do hand gestures to Ladybeard here. Uh, it's for the three monkeys. Hear no evil, oh. speak no evil, see no evil. Wait, these they, they're from they're from here? They're from, they're from Nico, yes. I had no idea, there really? There's a very, very famous uh, World Heritage site that has those three monkeys on it. No, really? Yes. I didn't realize those monkeys were Japanese even. <laughs> are they really? I think there's a lot of connections that probably, it's with, with things that are that long ago, it's, it's not quite true to tell who was first, but it's one of the places that claims that they were one of the really? first to have those. Yes. There's a pub in Sydney named the Three Monkeys. I walked past it while I was in Sydney this July. Oh, right. They did not there say was a they film. were the first. So. There was a film starring Brad Pitt called 12 Monkeys. Okay. That was about a man who makes, um, uh, it's about a terrorist organization. Okay, that's totally not connected. But let's keep moving <laughs> on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, next one. So Nikko and Tochigi is easy to reach by train from Tokyo. It's pretty, pretty mm. close. Mm. Uh, next one is... Yabake mm -hmm. in Oita Prefecture. Oita. That's quite a trip away. Oh, mate. What a haul. It's quite a trip away. It's also very, very beautiful. So that's the end of October. So really, we have photos of these right here. These places are spectacularly beautiful, natural. Um, um, uh, I should have left beauties for the end of that sentence. Yes. Really astounding natural wonders. Yes. Incredible beauty. It's very impressive. Now, question is, what people will ask, what do you do if you travel to all those places and you look at the leaves and you looked at the leaves, what else shall you do? We got you covered. There's more stuff you can do during autumn in Japan. Mm -hmm. Generally, Japanese people are big foodies. They love the food. Oh my gosh. Mate. So there will be lots of autumn food, which we have mentioned in a prior episode of the podcast. Yeah. Be sure to skip a couple of episodes back to find out about that. And there's also, if you see the leaves on the tree, Think of the people. People looked at the cherry blossom tree and they were like, that flower, I want to eat that. Mm, belongs in my tum-tum. So people were eating the flowers of the cherry blossom. There's a lot of cherry blossom flavored things mm. in spring. And guess what? People were looking at the maple tree going, that leaf, want to eat that. Why? It's reasonable, you know, because we have maple syrup from taking, you know, whatever is mm. in the maple, I guess. So I'm not sure. Maple syrup is probably nah, not in the leaves, though. Nah, well, sap or wherever it came from. Yeah. I always can tell I'm no maple syrup expert, but it's just a hop, skip, and the jump to get to munch the leaves. To the leaves? Well, yeah. you know what I'm saying? 
There's two ways you can eat the leaves. Tell me how. One is something that has the shape of the leaves. Okay, well, but actually, it's not the leaf itself. Oh, okay, so really, you're just eating the spirit of the leaves. Yeah, it's like sure once they ate a biscuit, spirit, you go to McDonald's, you get those cookies that are shaped like the hamburger and whatnot. But you're not actually eating the hamburger. It's just like the spirit of the hamburger's soul. <laughs> similar, similar, yeah. yes. No. So well, they're called they're called momiji manju. If you ever go to Hiroshima, it's like the symbol of Hiroshima. There's a momiji manju. So they're in the shape of one of the Japanese maple trees, and they come with different fillings. So usually it's like. Red bean paste is the classic, but then there's other things. So they're named after Momiji Dani, a famous place on Miyajima for its autumn leaves. Mm-hmm. That looks delicious, actually. Oh, they're tasty. They're tasty. They're a really good gift. If you go to Hiroshima and you want to just like have like their local sweet speciality are those um, Momiji Manju, which are actually sold all through the year, are not they, just in autumn. They'll be selling them somewhere around the place. Yeah. They'll if you look around, you'll see them in other places too. Yeah, I definitely try those. It's delicious. What's number two? Number two is banging. Well, some people really wanted to eat those leaves. Yeah, mate. So some people decided to actually, yes, uh-huh. let's take those leaves mm-hmm. and uh, deep fry them in karage style. Fry them. Made them tempura. Mm-hmm. So they made actually momiji tempura. Momiji tempura. It's a maple leaf tempura, fried, battered mm. maple leaf. Yes, and sometimes you can maybe add some matcha green tea powder on it and then you can eat the leaves. They will be nice and crispy because you can pretty much, if it's small enough, you can fry pretty much anything and it will oh, taste that's good. that's true. Specialty of Mino City in Osaka. So if you're down there, or uh, even if you're not down there, but you get a hold of their specialty, that's what it is. Yeah, I've never, to be honest, I've never fried. It had tried the fried momiji leaves, but it sounds actually like it's... People are pretty good with their tempura here in Japan. Hey, so leave a comment in the thingamajig below if you've eaten the old, um, mm. the old uh, momiji tempura, and let us know what you reckon. Now we're not talking about leaves anymore, but apparently that was abrupt. Japanese venison is called momiji niku. Ah, uh, yes, that's correct. Why can the cat explain this situation? Well, there's a couple of theories about it, but sometimes hard to tell. So the most popular theory that was taken from a poem. Of 100 poems of the Japanese poet laureate entitled, <clears throat> I will need your English after All this. Okutama ni momiji fumiwake nakushika no koekiku tokizo aki wa kanashiki. I feel the sadness of autumn when I step through the autumn leaves in the mountains deep in the heart of nowhere and hear the sound of deer crying for their loved ones. Oh. Deer cry? There's a bunch of sadness. Deer cry, what you reckon? What does the deer say? <laughs> this is what it sounds like when deer cry. Oh my gosh. How can you be standing alone in a world that is so cold? Do you remember that song? When doves cry? This is when deer cry? This what when crying deer, cry. deer sounds like. I reckon crying deer be like, <gasps> be like that or something. Deer <laughs> I annoying. think that's a moose. Well, yeah, that's well, a, cry- I mean, a moose is just a deer crying with big, big old antlers, isn't it? All right. So I've lost half my script. What's happened here? Well, well, the good thing is now your favorite part is coming because yes! there's a whole entire story we would like to give you guys Bro. for legends associated with Koyo. There is a demon or an oni legend associated with Koyo. Koyo oni. And, and Lady Bear definitely this, loves that story so much that Lady Bear wants to tell it. This is the greatest story you've ever heard in your life, As by the way. story time now. Yourself. Like, make yourself, you know, cozy. Sit down, children. In, imagine this is a kind of chilly autumn day, but you're all snuggled up in a warm blanket. Yeah. You have hot cocoa in your hand. And someone tells you this very, very traditional story that is known in Japan as one of the special autumn stories. There was a unique oni called Kijo Momiji in Kinasa. Tokakushi 
Nagano Prefecture. She is also well known as an oni who appears in the no and kabuki play Momijigari, which has been performed for a long time with the plot line, the beautiful woman who is actually an oni. <gasps> Suck. Now, recently, this oni appeared in the popular, popular game, Fate Grand Order. So, oh. if you're a Fate Grand Order fan, you might know who we're talking about. Let me tell you this story. The story is gold. All right. All right. Ready? Get ready for it, guys. In the Heian era, a thousand years ago or so, there was an old couple. Now, they pray. Sorry. Now, this old couple, they prayed to uh, the spirit in heaven because they wanted a baby. So, they prayed to get a baby from the spirits in heaven, right? And then they had a baby. So, that plan worked well. And the baby was named Akudeha. Yeah. Uh, she was very beautiful and very clever. <laughs> Little Kudeha. All right. When she, came when she came of age, where her family moved to Kyoto and they opened a shop. All right. So, so Kudeha changed her name. She changed the name to Momiji and she started practicing the koto. You know what the koto is? Yes, it's a Japanese instrument, a very long, big one. It looks like a big tree trunk with a couple of strings on it. It's mm -hmm. way more sophisticated than that. That lying down harp thingamajig, that lying on the table, big old harp gimmick. That's a big, yeah, Japanese harp. Momiji, guys. And she starts playing the koto, yeah? All right, so one day, Lord Minamoto no Tsunemono and his wife heard Momiji playing koto and invited her to their home. Ah, oh, I hear you playing koto. You're awesome at that. Come hang out at my house. That's what this freaking king prince dude says, yeah? Well, well, he was a bit of a scoundrel. Well, let's, let's this next line, her beauty fascinated Tsunemoto, so we all know what that means. She was oh, hot. Oh dear. She was hot. Mm -hmm. Oh, Momiji was hot, yeah? And they began to love each other. Well, oh, we all know what that means, too, no? with that's a well, married man, ladies and gentlemen. Because, yeah, that was already a waifu, so we got a big problem at hand here. They began to fell in love. They began to engage in the activities of a, 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 an adult couple in love, and someone got pregnant. Oh Mummy you got pregnant. Oh dear. Up in the duff, as oh it were. Dear. Got a bun in the oven. All right, uh, cool. So, so all right. problem ahead. So, Mommy G, she's all like, all right, well, here's a problem now because you're married, but I mean, I want you all to myself and I'm carrying your child, so I'm going to try and kill your wife. What? what she did. She was now, trying to kill the wife. She said she tried to curse and kill uh, Tsunomono's wife. What? However, fail. I guess that wife has the old floozy repellent or something. <laughs> anyway, so she gets arrested, yeah? And then banished from Kyoto to Minase in Shinano in Nagano Prefecture. So that's right? how we go back to Nagano where the story is coming yeah, from. Yeah, back to Nagano. So little Miss Homewrecker, she arrives in uh, Minase village. Now she tells everyone that this is, this is fantastic. She's like, Oh, I was banished because Sunimoto's wife felt jealous of me. Oh, poor thing. She didn't mention the bit about trying to murder her. <laughs> she didn't mention the attempted murder. And the, the cursing. The attempt of this woman's life. All the cursing, that's right. She that. hasn't mentioned the fact that she's a friggin' audience descended from the heavens and that. So anyway, so everyone's like, oh, the poor child. Dog. No, we feel so sorry for her. We'll build her a house. 
That's what we'll do. We'll build her a house. We'll apply all our own resources and energy they just to build her a house. A Damn. dwelling for this chick who just attempted murder. Murder with magic. She attempted a magical murder and failed anyway. Now she's got a house, yeah? All right. But now, get this. So she's like, all right, sweet. Thanks for the house. I love it. Now I'm going to use my witch, my witchcraft, my powers, as it were, and I'm going to cure everyone who's sick in the village. So that's the first charitable thing so she's done. So she actually did a good thing. She's that's, curing the sick That's the, the first charitable thing she's done. So okay, you can argue that that redeems her somewhat for, you know, the murder attempt. All right. So, sorry, sorry. But she missed Kyoto. Yeah. Mm. And so she started naming the, uh, like, the surrounding villages after Kyoto. Like, oh. giving them names from villages in Kyoto. Yeah. So, like, uh, Ihigashikyo, Nishikyo, Nijo, Nijo, Sanjo. Sanjo. Yeah. All right. So get this. Now, Mommy G... Mommy G gives birth since she got knocked up by the prince not long ago before the attempted murder. Uh, has a baby boy. And now she's like, I want my son to see his father, oh, which is reasonable. Me, at, least, daddy, yeah. at least she wants the father in the child's life, which is All good. Right. She's not raising a delinquent over here. Not one bit. All right. So she's like, I need some cash to go back to Kyoto. How am I going to get some cash? I'll use my witchcraft to rob people. Up until this point, you did so well, Mumiji. Why? Well, not really. She's already attempted murder. No, She's already okay, tried no. to wreck a house. I, I thought she was trying to like redeem herself well, she by was curing to redeem people. Herself. She Why did she not discharge for curing people? Why? Well, of course she could have just left it that. She could have said, "Well, I've cured the sick now. My penance, my attempted murder is is it's. I paid my dues. Now I'm going to live happily here." But no, Mumiji's like. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. So she uses a witchcraft and tries to rob everyone in the freaking villages, right? But fail, and the emperor finds out about it. So the emperor gives a command uh -oh. to General Taira no Koremochi. And he's like, Oi, take her out. Get rid of this, this, this harpy in our midst, ruining life for everyone in the village. So oh, demon Bucci, bygone, He's all like, dung, 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 an attack. He's going to take her out. He's had enough of this floozy in her hijinks. However, again, Mummy G uses the witchcraft and Korimuchi's army didn't have any power. She's like, mm, magic, sonic, boom. And they're like, ah, got no power to arrest you and injure you and whatnot. So Konimuchi, you know what he does? He's like, no problem. I'm going to pray to God. And God helped by giving him a sword. So did that just like fall out from the sky? Did well, I it, like, prayed for it. Earth? Just like originally, Momiji's mom and dad prayed for a baby and they oh, got right. this Again? psychotic female, female <laughs> nightmare. And then, so he says, God, help me out trying to slay this female nightmare. And God's like, here's a sword. He's like, sweet as. And now this sword made her power ineffective on him. But then here's what she does. This crazy woman jumps on a cloud oh. to run away. Unbelievable. You know what Kodemuchi does? He's all like, ah, 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 Momiji, I don't think so. Not of that cloud jumping. He takes his god sword, he sticks it in a bow like it's a bow and arrow, brrr, shoots it at her. It's a sword, it's not meant to be a projectile, but it, it becomes an impromptu projectile, shoots it at Momiji, gets her in the chest. See you later, Momiji. Death. Death becomes you. No more mummy G. In the ground. Six feet under. Magical sword to the chest. Take that. And then when that happened, she was 33 years old. And 
It was a very beautiful day in autumn. <laughs> I love the last part of that. That story is literally. It was a beautiful day in autumn. Well, all of this apparently went down. That's. This is the whole point of this story. That's how we're coming back full circle to autumn now. <laughs> you may have been asking, what's this got to do with anything? This all happened because of this day where she took a sword to the chest. It was, was a beautiful, beautiful day, day in, in autumn. autumn. There we go. <laughs> this, oh, by the way, Cat with Beard story time is awesome. We should, yeah, do, that, a we should separate, do that more often. <laughs> a separate channel called Cat with Beard story time, or like a playlist or something. This is awesome. We tell old Japanese stories. This is rad. Right, I would totally be up for that. Let's do it. Yeah. So yeah, people started calling this village Kinasa, which means village without evil spirit. Yes, because the evil spirit has now left, mm -hmm. and the oni, the demon woman, has uh, well now been shot uh, instead of with a. She took. He did not took an arrow to the knee. She took a sword to the heart. Took a sword to the heart. Um, do you know what? So Kinasa, village uh, without evil spirit. My city in Australia, Adelaide, is known as Australian capital of weird murders. Huh. So look, that's well, a parallel. So that's uh, something you want to put on partly on your name tag. Hmm. Well, well, these are these. You don't have to battle any evil oni witches in order to come to autumn in Japan. But this was a little bit of a hint of what you can do in Japan. We have an entire episode. On autumn foods and treats and foodiness to check out, so please tune back to the former episode of Cat with Beard from Japan to find that one out. Also, if you want to message us, there is our YouTube. Please leave comments on the YouTube channel so we can see what you enjoy the most. Let us know how you like story time. You can tweet at us if you want. Exactly, you can tweet to us too, and that's pretty much pretty our much wrap it. up. You got an Insta and the rest of the things. Well, I got an Insta. We have all and the social the media too. You know that already. So We're good. It. You'll find it out, and have a great autumn. And we we'll see you soon on another episode from Cat with Big. Ah, swords of the heart. Take that, Luigi. <laughs>